Chapter 11. Scott's team turns it around. Scott didn't allow himself to be intimidated by Gary's presence any longer. Now when they met, Scott's newfound self-assuredness shone through, and he addressed Gary's questions with confidence. Despite Scott's openness in sharing his experiences and the guidance he received from his mentor, Ray, Gary remained puzzled by the remarkable turnaround the company witnessed under Scott's leadership. The inexplicable shift in Scott's approach and the success he achieved continued to baffle Gary, leaving him grappling with how Scott had managed to affect such positive change. Since Dave's passing, the atmosphere in the office had been charged with tension as two distinct leadership approaches clashed head-on. Gary and Scott, both hardworking and determined, couldn't have been more different in their styles. Gary, the seasoned traditionalist, held on to the reins of control with an iron grip. He firmly believed in maintaining a top-down hierarchy where his authority was never to be questioned. The employees, while compliant, often felt stifled under his watchful eye. On the opposite side of the spectrum stood Scott, the advocate for a different kind of culture, one in which people came first. Ray helped Scott foster a collaborative environment where everyone's opinion held weight. Scott learned to encourage open discussion and creative thinking. Instead of imposing his ideas, he facilitated brainstorming sessions that gave birth to innovative solutions. His office was always open for discussions, and his team thrived in an atmosphere of trust and empowerment. People were reminded of what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Most importantly, they understood their purpose and willingly held each other accountable. Gary delivered results, no doubt, but at a cost creativity and problem-solving were stifled. In contrast, Scott's team, while initially slower to produce, showcased a remarkable increase in engagement and job satisfaction. The office buzzed with energy as team members freely shared their ideas and collaborated on projects. The stark difference between the two approaches couldn't be ignored. Yet, Ray wasn't finished with Scott. He was transformed, but there was still a lot of room left on the runway for improvement. Meanwhile, Scott saw that Ray was diligently dedicating his time and expertise to the meticulous restoration of his beloved airplane, and his efforts were bearing tangible fruit. The wings, once weathered and worn, were now reattached and gleaming with fresh coats of paint. The fuselage had been painstakingly restored to its former glory. The propeller, once rusted and stationary, had been meticulously overhauled. Each blade had been carefully inspected, repaired, and balanced a laborious process that showcased Ray's keen attention to detail. His passion for aviation and his dedication to the project were evident in every facet of the restoration, and with each passing day, he brought his vision of airborne revival closer to reality. I've got some exciting news. I think our airplane's almost ready for flight, Ray proclaimed the next time Scott dropped by. Really? That's incredible, Ray. You mean all the hard work and countless hours we've put into it is finally paying off? Absolutely. The wings are restored to their former glory, the propeller is spinning smoothly, and the engine's purring like a cat. It won't be long before she takes to the skies again. That's amazing to hear, Ray. I can't believe how far we've come. So when do we get to see her in action? Well, here's the plan. I want you to come see me next Saturday morning. I've set up a schedule for some final checks and tests, and if everything goes well, we might just have a test flight on the horizon. Scott was elated. He nodded and headed back to the office, 
looking forward to his next visit.